All right, guys. So Google I.O. 2019 is about to start right now. I'm going to do coverage as the event live streams in this podcast with intermissions here and there. Right now, we are blessed with the hashtag I.O. 19. Um, if you guys did not see the keynote, you guys can um, head to Google's channel on YouTube. You guys can watch it there or you can go to, um, to uh, the Google I.O. site. And you guys can watch watch it there as well. And you can also watch it from the Google I.O. app for Android. Oh, here we go. They just kicked things off right now. We got this weird intro going on right now. That's a reference to Star Trek. That's actually pretty nice. Three, two. Happy New Year, Google! Yes, I would be extremely interested in exploring Magnavision's extraordinary capabilities. May we start? Thank you. Okay. So they're showing a lot of retro tech right now in this clip. From I guess showing where we came from from the past to what we have now technology-wise. <laughs> this is absolutely crazy. All right, so Sundar Pichai just took the morning. stage right now. Morning. Wonderful to be back here at Showline with all of you. Uh, it's been a really busy few months for us at Google. Uh, we just wrapped up Cloud Next in San Francisco with over 30,000 attendees, as well as YouTube broadcast last week in New York. Of course, today is about you all, our developer community, and thank you all for joining us in person and to the millions around the world watching on live stream. I would love to say welcome in all the languages our viewers speak, but we are going to keep the keynote under two hours, especially since Barcelona kicks off against Liverpool at noon for you. <laughs> Should be an amazing game. Uh, every year at I.O., we learn and try to make things a little bit better. That's why we have lots of sunscreen, hope the sun comes out, plenty of water and shade. Uh, but this year, we want to make it easier for you to get around. So we are using AR to help. To get started, open your I.O. app and choose Explore I.O. And then you can just point your phone where you want to go. We really hope this helps you get around and answers the number one So that's actually pretty cool have. that... 
they're kind of showcasing their um, their AR technology to kind of help you get around the event if you're attending the event. That's actually pretty cool. We also have a couple of Easter eggs, and we hope you enjoy them as well. This is a pretty compelling use case, and we actually want to generalize this approach so that you can explore and navigate the whole world that way. There's a lot of hard work ahead, and it's a hard computer science problem, but it's the type of challenge we love. Tackling these kinds of problems is what has kept us going for the past 21 years. And it, it all begins with our mission to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. And today, our mission feels as relevant as ever. But the way we approach it is constantly evolving. I do apologize if there's awkward pauses as I'm going to be listening to what they're saying. To a company that helps you get things done. This morning, we'll introduce you to many products. And don't worry, of user I'm not going to have like the entire thing because you guys can watch that on YouTube. You guys could recap that. You're probably watching it now. But the segments the that I'm more interested in will will be on this podcast. So there'll be intermissions in between. But So we yeah. can be there for you in moments, big and small, over the course of your day. For example helping you write your emails faster with automatic suggestions from Smart Reply and giving you the chance to take them back if you didn't get it right the first time. Helping you find the fastest route home at the end of a long day. And when you get there, removing distractions so that you can spend time with the people most important to you. And when you capture those perfect moments backing them up automatically so you never lose them. Simply put, our goal is to build a more helpful Google for everyone. And when we say helpful, we mean giving you the tools to increase your knowledge, success, health, and happiness. We feel so privileged to be developing products for billions of users. And with that scale comes a deep sense of responsibility create things that improve people's lives. By focusing on these fundamental attributes, we can empower individuals and benefit society as a whole. Of course, building a more helpful Google for us always starts with search. And the billions of questions users trust Google with every day. But there is so much more we can do, do to help our users. Last year, we launched a new feature in Google News called full coverage and we've gotten great feedback on it from our users yeah we'll be bringing full, full coverage, coverage has been great directly to search to better organize results for news related topics let's take an example if you search for black hole we'll surface the relevant top news it was in the news recently we use machine learning to identify different types of stories and give you a complete picture of how a story is being reported it's kind of funny because in this segment content, of what they're showing as, as a demo, I guess the feedback with the notch on the Pixel 3 wasn't all that great, so they actually used the schematics of the, of the Pixel 3 instead of the 3XL. You can even now see a timeline of events, and we'll be bringing this to search later this year. That's actually pretty cool. Podcasts are another important source of information. Thank you. And Podcasts. We'll <laughs> directly to search as well. 
by indexing podcasts, we can surface relevant episodes oh, wow. based on the content, not just the title. And you can tap to listen right in search results, or you can save an episode for listening later on your commute or your Google Home. That is amazing. These are wow. all examples of how we are making search even more helpful for our users surfacing the right information in the right context. And sometimes what's most helpful in understanding the world is being able to see it visually, to show you how we are bringing you visual information directly in search. Here's Alberna. All right, so the first segment is going to be search. Um... Okay, that was a little bit cold. You know, you could have came out and said hello. She just went straight into the point. <laughs> Look, it's one thing to read about flexion or extension, but seeing it in action right in front of you while you're studying the content that is pretty cool. Very handy. Okay, let's take another example. Say instead of studying, you're shopping for a new pair of shoes. That happens. Um, with New Balance, you can look at shoes up close from different angles, again directly from search. That way you get a much better sense for things like what does the grip look like on the sole or how they match with the rest of your clothes. <laughs> That's going to be okay. insane. This last example is a really fun one. They're really taking so AR up. We've all seen a great white shark in the movies. Jaws, anyone? But what does it actually look Jaws like reference. up close? Let's find out, shall we? Okay. This demo looks legit. To help with the demo. So let's go ahead and search for Great White Shark on Google. As you scroll through, you get information on the knowledge panel, facts, but also see the shark in 3D directly from the knowledge panel. Why don't we go one step further? Invite the shark to the sage. <laughs> That's cool, but don't expect it to look lifelike. Okay. Great white can be anywhere between 17 feet to 21 feet long, but to see it in front of you at scale, filling up the shoreline stage like a rock star, that is truly understanding its scale. Okay, let's take a closer look. It's an AR shark. He won't bite. Oh, look at those layers of teeth. You know, I don't know about you all, but I'd much rather see these teeth up close in AR than in real life. <laughs> Thank you, Archana. 
Let's take a quick break. Uh, I'll pop back up with uh, more of the cool stuff here. Uh, thanks again for listening in. It's going to be quite a long one, but I'm going to chop it up a bit. So I appreciate y'all. So search pretty much wrapped up right now. Sundar Pichai is talking about duplex and its new um, capabilities. And you want to book a rental car. You can just ask Google, book a national car rental for my next trip. The assistant opens the national website and automatically starts filling out your information on your behalf, okay. <laughs> including the dates of the trip. You can confirm the details with just a tap. And then the assistant continues to navigate the site. It even selects which car you like. It's acting on your behalf and helping you save time, but you're always in control of the flow. Let's go ahead and add a car seat. And once all the details are in, you can check everything one last time and just tap to finalize the reservation. You'll immediately get a booking confirmation. It's amazing to see the assistant complete the task online on your behalf. That is extremely helpful because it minimizes having to navigate through pages. Confirmations in Gmail. I also want to point out that this was not a custom integration. This required no action on part of the business to implement. What you just saw is an early preview of what we are calling duplex on the web. We're going to be thoughtful and get feedback from both users and businesses to improve the experience and we'll have more details later this year. That's amazing. Don't mind me, I got snacks for this event. helps people around the world with all kinds of tasks, whether they are at home or on the go. But we want to build an even more helpful assistant. In order to process speech today, we rely on complex algorithms. It includes multiple machine learning models. One model maps incoming sound bytes into phonetic units. Another one takes and assembles these phonetic units into words. And then a third model predicts the likelihood of these words in a sequence. They are so complex that they require 100 gigabytes of storage and a network connection. Bringing these models to your phone Think of it as putting the power of a Google data center in your pocket. It's an incredibly challenging computer science problem. I'm excited to share we reached a significant milestone. Further advances in deep learning have allowed us to combine and shrink the 100 gigabyte models down to half a gigabyte. Small Whoa. enough to bring it onto mobile devices. This celebrates oh network latency and makes the assistant so much faster, so fast, that tapping to use your phone would seem slow. I think this is going to transform the future of the assistant, and I'm thrilled to bring Scott to tell you more about our next generation assistant. Here we go. These file compressions that they're doing is pretty insane. I noticed that they kind of highlight that point. What if we could bring the AI that powers the assistant right onto your phone? What if the assistant was so fast at processing your voice that tapping to operate your phone would almost seem slow? 
It opens up many new use cases, and we want to show you how fast it is. Now, internally, we've been calling this the next generation assistant. Running on device, it can process and understand requests in real time and deliver the answers up to 10 times. It makes faster. you wonder are they intending now, to start here, building their own processors? With all these different things that they're doing, demonstrate its speed. Now, this demo it's is almost seems like that this is where they're going with it. Over in direction. Hey Google, open calendar. Open calculator. Sorry, I don't understand. Open photos. Set a timer for 10 minutes. What's the weather sure, today? 10 minutes. And that's what about tomorrow? Now. It just activated Show my Google John Home. Legend Sorry. Get a lift ride to my hotel. Me. Love me now and 23 others. Let me know if you want me to tell you more. Turn the flashlight on. Turn it off. Take a selfie. <laughs> All right. Now, as you can see, Now, I'm assuming Assistant is going to be built into phones. Navigate apps instantly. Now, you might have also noticed that with continued conversation, she was able to make several requests in a row without having to say, hey, Google, each time. Now, beyond an effortless way to operate your phone, you can start to imagine how the Assistant, fused into the device, could orchestrate tasks across apps. Let's look at another demo where Meggie's chatting with a friend. He's going to ask her about a recent trip. Notice how easy it is for her to respond with her voice and even share a photo. Reply, had a great time with my family and it was so beautiful. Show me my photos from Yellowstone. The ones with animals. Oh my, wow. Send it to Justin. Woo! <laughs> wow. I'm oh, sorry, I'm geeking out here. That was seamlessly fluid. Justin wanted to know when Maggie's flight arrives. When's my flight? When's my flight? Alright, a little glitch right there. Reply, I should get in around 1 p.m. Notice how it helped Maggie multitask more easily across different apps, saving her a lot of back and forth. Now, now that glitch kind of, kind of confirmed that this is not a pre-recorded thing. Like composing and sending an email. Hey Google, send an email to Jessica. Sorry, I can't send emails. Hi yet. Jessica. I just got back from Yellowstone and completely fell in love with it. Set subject to Yellowstone Adventures. Let me know if next weekend works for dinner so I can tell you all about it. Oh my, whoa. Send it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Now, as you can see, this required the assistant to understand when Maggie was dictating part of the message versus when she was asking it to complete an action. Thanks, Maggie. Thanks, Scott. All right. That is insane. Powerful AI models right onto your phone. We're envisioning a paradigm shift. This next generation assistant will let you instantly operate your phone with your voice, multitask across apps, and complete copy your calendar will even work offline. Now, it's a very hard problem we've been solving, and I'm really excited to share the realization of this vision is not far off. In fact, this next generation assistant is coming to the new Pixel phones later this year. Okay. But what we see on the older Pixels. Our is to make the assistant the best way to get things done. You just saw how we're making it much faster. But it also has to be personal enough to really help you. Now, personalized help is especially important in areas where people's preferences completely differ. Like choosing what to listen to, what to do on the weekend, or even what to eat. So let's look at a recipe example. Hey, Google, what should I cook for dinner? Here are some recipe picks for okay, you. I've got a recipe. It's going to keep activating my Google Home. For example, it suggested a bourbon chicken recipe because it's helped me with barbecue recipes in the past. Stop. And what I really love is that different people get completely different results. We call this feature. I totally forgot about that. That when they use those hotkeys, it's going to activate my assistant here in the house with, with uh, the home. Now, beyond your preferences, Becoming more personal means the assistant will better understand the people, places, and events that are important to you. Now, one important person in my life is my mom, who I'm going to visit right after I.O. So let's say I ask my assistant, how's the traffic to mom's house? Now, we all understand what I mean by mom's house, right? Well, if I'm in Toledo, mom's house might have meant this place, a nonprofit childcare center. In other cities, mom's house can be a restaurant or a grocery store, in fact, there's lots of things in the world called Mom's House. Now, in linguistics, the process of figuring out which thing a phrase refers to is called reference resolution. And it's fundamental okay. to understanding human language. At Google, we approach this problem using our knowledge graph of things in the world and their relationships. It's what allows us to understand something like the Starbucks near the Golden Gate Bridge. Today, we're expanding the assistant's ability to understand you better by applying those same techniques to the things in your world. We call it personal references. So if I share my mom's contact info with the assistant, I can ask, hey Google, what's the weather like at mom's house this weekend? Friday and Saturday in Carmichael will be partly cloudy. How long will it take to get there? With light traffic, it will take you two hours and 14 minutes to get to 123 Main Street by car. Remind me to order flowers a week before mom's birthday. All right, I'll remind you on July 3rd. And it goes beyond mom. If you've shared important people, places, and events with the assistant, you'll be able to ask for things more naturally, like show me photos of my son, or directions to the restaurant reservation, or remind me to pick up chocolates on my anniversary. And rest assured, you're always in control. You can edit or delete this information. This is insane. I'm going to take a brief intermission, be back with some more coverage. Now, one 